Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your favorite, favorite aunts. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite aunts, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's, um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into <laughs> it. This is a new episode of your favorite aunts. We did it again! Every time it's surprising when we accomplish it. When we show up, uh, when we're both here, it feels good. When we're here with our full selves. I am here with my full self. So I, um, before we get started... Before you even do anything, we need to say the things. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Your Favorite Ants, the greatest podcast on the internet. <laughs> on the internet. I am Cheryl Crow. <gasps> and I am Bonnie Ray. <gasps> Bonnie Rate with a T? Rate. Yes. It's okay. I'm here for you. <laughs> I meant Bonnie Rate. Um, yeah. And so together good. we make up Your Favorite Ants, and we're happy to be back yes. with you. Yes, we Most are. I'm happy um, to be back with you, Sarah. Oh, I'm happy to be back with you. Sorry that we're an hour early, but um, I have another wedding to officiate. Listen, for somebody who stepped out of the ministry, LOL, baby, LOL. Mm-hmm. And we and we sip. And we sip. Um, I am so excited. I just one of my things that I want to say is that I love that you use your creative license to. Um, on the show in a way that makes me so happy. And um, thank you for loving Manicos. So Kevin makes me um, makes me a better person and I trust Kevin's uh, <laughs> okay. Kevin's vision for things. And I also get to giggle along with the rest of you, like last week's episode being entitled The One Where Sarah Yells at the, the Singer. If you missed last week's episode, Please go back in your feed and listen to it. It's on all the streams. It's also live on the YouTube channel if you're watching it here on YouTube. Uh, Sarah really took that motherfucker to task. And I'm just like, (laughs) that's the energy I want personally. Yeah, it came up and I could not stop giggling. And then today, your screensaver that you made for our show coming up, because I finally figured out on on Instagram to link it to either your YouTube or my YouTube. It says Mm. bleep bloop. I am Pokemon. Let's bone. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, I saw that on Valentine's. I'm just like, that's so cute. Like, that's what I want. Oh, I could not stop. Laughing. I'm gonna bring uh, I'm gonna bring the chat up. So if you're here hanging yeah. out with us live, tell us how the hell you are. And I also want to highlight this that my friend M says we are talking Sarah up over on the DRC Core Discord <laughs> for the excellent dressing down. Listen, people are talking about you, Sarah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I also uh, made a TikTok about, and I got a lot of reaction. <laughs> My TikTok is very small. I would love for you guys to come on over to TikTok. You're mostly going to see me talk about uh, when people say really incredible things that are problematic, but also then my, um, my whole feelings about my Airstream. That's what, that's the content. If you want Airstream content and, um, shade content, that's where you need to go. My TikTok. Once, once again, come for the shade, stay for the sermon. That's what we're Exactly. That is exactly us. So um, also, no. I think we can make a shirt with that soon. Very like I, I just redid my entire uh, March store, and it's now I think so we can cool. do it. And I'm so happy with it. It's just it's still printful. It's all the same thing. It's just I didn't know it had a Squarespace integration, and so uh, pulled a couple strings, did some stuff. Um, so yeah. If also if you if you've been looking at my stuff. Uh, go to thekevingarcia.com slash merch and uh, everything is 25% cheaper right now. And it's just got cool models to look at. I love the like, there is like all these graphics that you created. I literally, by the way, they're cutting a tree down in my neighbor's yard, guys. Don't worry, hold tight. Mm. I couldn't stop looking at all your merch. It was so cool. Mm, Well, thank you. I'm I'm very, I'm very happy. Good. Um, So how the hell Uh, are you? How the hell am I? I feel good. I feel like this week I have been a little bit in giddy land because I had a Valentine. I did. For the first, I think, no, second time. I had a Valentine uh, like three years ago. And then two days later we broke up. So. Yeah. Which it was necessary. That was when I was still with my uh, former partner. um, Long-term partner at the time. And, uh, so it was, uh, Oh yeah, that's right. I kind of hadn't put two and two together that you guys broke up around Valentine's day. We literally, I cooked, I cooked a steak dinner on Valentine's day. And then I left two days later. (laughs) Cause then it was just, it was, everything just became clear. I'm just like, we can't, we can't keep doing this. This is too much for both of us. You know, let me readjust this real quick. So Um, can I ask you an official question? Um, coupling season does it officially end after valentine's day you mean cuffing season oh cuffing season why is it called cuffing season because <laughs> you you get because you get cuffed up with somebody somebody you wouldn't get a little close to like somebody um but yeah uh also richard brown says doing great it's saturday morning here giving me a break from the sunday night's sermon also been a point of volunteer lgbt chaplain at my uni okay Richard, okay that's very exciting thanks for sharing with that we are anybody else got good news anyone else yeah got good news? um uh, so yeah. please pull up I'll... where sierra said uh they're doing well they're going to the first oh i thought they said they were going to their first comic-con did i miss that one? Oh, you mean you, i wasn't sierra it was this comment from <gasps> right here we go oh anime, anime convention, convention. First time going more than one day. I'm excited for you. That's very, very... Conventions are fun. Also, getting back with, like, regular people again, it's got to be feeling good. Um, uh, I also, like, the other thing that's got me in a good mood is I launched uh, the new platform where the Crowded Table is going to be living over on Mighty Networks. So if you want to go check out the link in my bio or go to thecrowdedtable.mn.co, I'll put it in the the comments, too. Uh, But it's a... it's it's lit. It's really, really cool, and we're just getting started. So, how the hell are you, Sarah Louisa Jane Heath? 
I am doing really well. I went over to our friends, Mike and Ginny, last night. Yay! Uh, and Ginny, it was one of those things I was like, str- I didn't know that my body was in stress. So I shared a little bit about right. some health concerns I've been having. Uh, I went and had a biopsy yesterday, which is scary. It's a scary word. It's like a scary oh, yeah. time. For and then sure. I had a rehearsal for this adorable little couple that's getting married. Totally cute LA couple. He's a producer, filmmaker. She's an actor. They're adorable. They're just tiny, tiny, adorable humans. Why but I, I, I'm just so confused. Yeah, I know. I should have. Mm. Um, mm. So there's all of that, like prepping for other people's stuff. I'm speaking at two events next week, including Bitch. speaking about embodiment, which is something that uh, is part of my story as someone who in college had a bit of an eating disorder. <laughs> like you could have a touch of it. I had a touch of an eating disorder. I, I had, had a touch disorder. of it. I had I had disordered eating and mindset around that. And so I've worked really hard to help create spaces and churches that actually address that when they talk about, you know, the flesh and all that sort of stuff. So I didn't realize because sometimes I am an ultimate three that I was in my like, let's call it my like conceal don't feel zone for about the mm-hmm. last two weeks uh, where I was just like, I'm not going to feel this. I'm not going to feel this. I'm just going to go, go, go. I've got to book some new clients. I've got all this stuff. I've got all this stuff I got to do. I got to write these two things. I got to paint this thing. I got to create this. I'm, I was chaotically going everywhere. And I realized the rehearsal dinner was right by my friend's house. So drove over to their house. And, um, if you don't know, uh, Mike McCarg, who is, um, both, it's just one of Kevin and I's dearest friends, uh, him and his wife and their kids are like salt of the earth, salt of the The earth. They're like family. Like family to me. So I went over there and uh, we were just doing the normal catch up stuff and then shared with them some of the health stuff I've got going on and then just my schedule. And uh, Mike is someone who lives with um, autism. And so uh, that means that I Mike think, is I there. think the better way to say that is just Mike is autistic. Mike is autistic. So Mike took a look at me and said, hmm, I would like to hug you right now. And so it was a very much a goodwill hunting moment where he stood up, uh, his wife came out of the kitchen and we just hugged and I wept for a while and I was embarrassed and it was hard. And all of a sudden, did you cry? uh, Oh, bald. I knew it. It wasn't just a hug. You bald, you big baby. I'm bald. Shut up. Uh, but the thing that was great about it is there was something my body needed to release and I didn't know that. And I had had a really... I would say a conversation where I had gaslit a friend who had gone through a lot because I wanted them to get to the like silver lining of it. Cause I was going through all the scary testing and stuff mm-hmm. and they had gone through something that was frustrating. And I was like, yeah, but all this stuff, the yeah, buts. And what I realized is I couldn't handle one more negative thing because my body was just in a bad mm-hmm. place. And so I Building just love, up. I just feel really, really grateful today that I have the kind of friends that are like, <clears throat> I would like to hug you right now and then just let me cry and let me be scared about things. And, and today just feels so much more hopeful where yesterday felt heavy and full. And Mm. I just feel really great uh, about that. So I feel super lighter today, even as I like have a lot on my plate, it just feels better that I recognized it. (sighs) I'm so proud of you. That's all we can ever do. Mm. Excuse me, I keep burping because um, I have a little bit of wine in the in the gullet mm. now. So like wine taste. Um, I'm really proud of you for Thank you. feeling. For feeling. For feeling. 
Yeah, it's actually no, but, a great way of saying that. <laughs> no, but dead ass, like you're somebody who like I think that you overestimate your capacity. Yes. Period. Um, for a lot. And I, I'll say the same thing for me. I think actually as humans mm-hmm. in ca- in late capitalism, because of right. patriarchy, because of all the things, we we train ourselves to push ourselves past our limits all of the time. Yeah. All the time. Like it like it's not even it's a, it's such a systematic sick like we're sick. Yes. We've learned a sick way of being in the world and we have to start getting well. And I'm so proud of you. Because you've really been working hard these past like six months on yourself. Six months like, of so, it. I mean, like seriously, just really, really intense, just looking hard at your shit and like you are taking control of your karma. And I mean like so, so sure. it's like it just you under and what I mean by that is you understand <laughs> that everything in your life is is what you're here to do like it's all it's like you know i don't think i don't see you scapegoating anything or anybody else anymore right like because the 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 mantra or the thing you'd say just like i did this and i did this and i didn't get what i wanted and and now you're just like i did do that i did do that i did this and i'm finally understanding how to be happy and i'm like fuck yeah it's just so great it's one of those things too where um, having friends that are neuroatypical, uh, it's so great because it's like you get to have an experience with people who, as someone who is neuroatypical as an ADHD or an OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike names things. So because mm-hmm. Mike realizes that the way that a lot of people express love isn't the way that Mike might necessarily do it. And sometimes when your soul is so tired and so whatever, to hear someone who has been friends with you for 10, almost 11 years says, you are really precious to me. And here are the ways that that manifests itself. Oh, it was such a gift. It was such Mm -hmm. a gift when I felt very dry and frustrated with myself and overwhelmed because I was running all around because I'm doing all these weddings, guys. I have so many weddings coming up (laughs) and I love doing them. They take a lot of work. I just want to say, if you're not getting compensated, Sarah, you're entitled to compensation. I do get compensated. I am going to have to raise my prices because I'm, I'm really not asking for a lot. And then I'm driving. I know. I I think it's, I think, I think at minimum cover your, cover your gas. And also if you have to go somewhere, you're going to be there late night, cover the hotel. Uh, Make sure they're covering your beverages. Make sure like, they should be paying for all of your accommodations and paying you an honorarium. Yeah, there's all of that. I am working on all that. And also learning how to be a businesswoman has been really overwhelming for me in my whole body. Like mm. when you're learning all that stuff. Same, bitch. Right? Like we oh. forget that we're Did we're you know that you can't – so many of these like little business banks won't let you do a same-day transfers. Mm-mm. That is a problem. Yeah. Oh, it's a problem. <clears throat> so like I'm I'm currently like hybriding. Uh ooh, I got a package in the mail. Guys, I welcome to this that. episode or this section of ADHD <laughs> brought to you by Ooh, yeah, I got a package in the mail. Um Yeah, where you look out the window and are instantly distracted. Anyways, um, well, I do have someone climbing in the palm tree next to me. So my dog is really nervous because there's literally someone in the palm tree beside me. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. The magic. Um, well, if we have, if we've done, I feel good. Do you feel good? I feel like we have named it. 
Uh, we've named what's claimed going on it. in the room. We've claimed it. Let's get to some of these pop cultures and headline news. Maybe I'll yell again. You just don't yeah. know. I hope so. That's really my, because I feel like I'm the one who yells all the time. So I just, <laughs> I love it when someone matches my energy. I Wait, before we go on, this is my headline news. I want to talk about my Valentine. Oh, yes. We didn't even finish that. I just skipped right I, by it. It's totally fine. Um, and I know that this is like silly. I don't think he listens to this podcast. I think he listens to my other podcast. But if you're listening, yeah, I'm talking about you. But this isn't anything I've said to him, not to his fit. I haven't said. Okay. Nothing I'm saying here is. New information. Is not anything I had. Yeah, it's nothing new for him. I'm just recounting what we've done. And if you're ashamed that we went out to the park together, I don't want to be with you anyways. I'm just kidding. Well, no, I'm, I wouldn't be kidding. But uh, anyways, so Sunday, um, Sunday, the 13th of February. The we, day before Valentine's. I'm doing the color The day before Valentine's Day. We spend the day um, delightfully um, um, doing some things that put us into the stratosphere of space, if you know what I'm saying. Wink, um, wink. <clears throat> you know, eating stars, if you will. Wink, wink. But we had a lovely day um, tripping around the park and having a good time with one another and enjoying each other's presence. And I just like, it was just so nice and delicious. And then we went and got pizza for dinner at magic mushroom, which I think is apropos lols. <laughs> um, or not at mellow mushroom. That's what it's called. Did I say magic mushroom? You did. Freudian I mean, slip. same. Whoops. Uh, and so we go back to his place. We're just hanging out and I'm watching him make tea for us. And he looks at me and then like drops stuff. And I was just like, do I make you nervous? And he's just like, maybe. And I was like, huh. This, I and, love this I, movie. And so we just kind of, I just kept looking at him and just, we just in, drank some tea and smoked a J um, and then sat on the couch and then did like, you know how sometimes like you'll do like the test, the test touch with someone like oh really yeah I don't even know I'm doing it I like touch their arm a lot that's an arm I always I always like if but it's I'm someone I know if it's a friend yeah I always ask if I don't know the person but since and I have like yeah we have uh, we have history we also lived together for a little bit as roommates and they were roommates <laughs> um, let me know if you know the reference. Um, but like we did the test touch and he said, I really enjoyed my day. I was like, Oh my God, I enjoyed my day with you. And then I just kind of was like, am I, am I feeling chemistry sparks or am I imagining that? Or is this actually happening? And he was just, uh, he said, I, I think so. And I was like, huh. And I was just kind of sat with that. I'm like, interesting. And then we just sat still like this for a second and then we sat closer and we did not smooch and we have yet to smooch, which if you know, for a whore like me, <sighs> I'm telling you like, it was just like, I, cause I just, mm, I'm an intense person. I crave intensity and he is the most genteel, delightful, taking it in. I'm, in, uh, I'm slow, here for this but not com. in a bad way. Oh, but it was just, it was so cute and wonderful. And then on Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Um, 2022. Yeah. We planned a little, um, I said like, Hey, do you want to hang out? Cause we aren't doing anything. And 
he came over and brought wood and we made a fire and made marshmallows. And I also made a really fucking delicious dinner. Like oh. I'm an amazing cook. So just you like, really are. fuck your mom. Um, and we just had like, with we cuddled and watched the fire and enjoyed each other's company oh. and like, Oh, just so sweet and so nice. And, uh, and of course, like he's got a life and I've got a life. So it's not like in college where you're just like seeing each other all the time. Like, uh, I haven't seen him since like Monday and I'm like, I don't know. No, we're fine. Um, he actually called me and said, just, just call him to say, Hey, and I was like, hey. Oh, okay. You didn't tell me right? a, call. a call is a big deal in 2020. A slight call, just a very slight call. A little short, brief. After we hang up for today, I will also probably call him. You know. Anyways, it was a sweet, sweet time. I really dig him. And if it goes anywhere, I will let you know. Please let the people know. I so the the thing. Like the the thing about it is it's like if it does happen, I'm still not gonna tell y'all who it is. You know why? Some things need to belong to me, okay? Someone just said, a, please pull up Megan's response. It says, I'm so, I'm so invested, invested in this. In this. <laughs> everybody, everybody puts out their beverages and we're like, what is happening? What's going to happen? Uh, this has now become a love podcast. Oh, <laughs> like my God. A, like a serial podcast about serial dating. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, like who's, uh, what was it? Uh, Nicole Byers, why won't you date me? Move over. Just kidding. Nicole Byer, do you want to come on our podcast? Ooh, that'd be fun. Could you imagine? We need, I want, we still need a vision board about this. We really need to like figure out how to get people on here more. Um, also, how many more weeks do you have left in your, uh, your class? I am done. Oh, okay. Do you think, do you think you want to move back to a Thursday night or was that like, we should get a vote from the crowd? Um, as is a Nicole, your podcast would be a pure, that's true. Um, qu- uh, question for the poll yeah. for the audience, and not just poll for the audience that's live with us right now, but also mm-hmm. for folks who listen to us later. We are um, trying to figure out when is the best time for us to do this. So we can do it Thursday evenings, mm-hmm. or we can do it Friday afternoons. Yeah, what works for y'all? Yeah, so we'll we'll put it out on like Twitter or something later, like an official Twitter. poll. We'll make a poll. Yeah, we'll do Twitter and Instagram. Go check us out over there. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together, y'all. So I have to tell you this because I think it's really cute and it might just be a little cute addition to what you just shared with us. The wedding Mm. I'm doing today, they met each other seven years ago on February 13th. She was going to an improv show and (sighs) on her way was with her friend. She said, I never want to date again. I'm so over boys, Mm. blah, 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 blah. Went to the improv show. It was at 11 p.m. That's how you know they're young. 11 p.m. Improv they, shows start way too late. I, I can't. I cannot. But they went at 11 p.m., although I went to an improv show last week. <laughs> um, they went Hypocrite. That's why people don't like Christians, Sarah. Hypocrites. I'm just kidding. So they did um, 11 p.m. And so she was ended up talking to him. She met this boy. She met her now about to be husband. And realized that the clock had struck midnight and it was Valentine's Day. And he asked her out. And their first date was February 18th, eight years ago. So today. 
they're getting married eight years from their first date. And uh, neither of them thought they were going to ever date again. And then they met each other on February 13th mm-hmm. and they hung out into Valentine's Day. It's like a rom-com. Sounds fucking gross to me. Boom! It's really super cute, actually. Um. Anyway, enough of that jazz. I. What did I do for Valentine's Day? Yeah, did you do anything for Valentine's? Mm-mm. I am currently single. I had ready to mingle. I Maybe had, I had been in a complication for a little while. We've taken a step back. So I, I was in a complication. <laughs> I was I seeing someone. It was called, yeah, yeah. You yeah. were you were in like a little bit of a uh, the beginning exploratory phases of something. Yes, you know. And both of our lives. You were booed, boot booed up for a minute. You were. Dead. I was booed up. That was right. And then I we hit a interesting roadblock. But this isn't about me because. <laughs> but this podcast is completely about us. Who else would it be about? <laughs> You can just say, I don't want to talk about that. That's a more accurate statement. I, yes. He's a fantastic say, I don't want, it's called, we don't talk about, we don't name names on the main, you know? We don't name names unless, on the main. Unless I've already named you, I've already called your shit out on the internet. That's why I'll put Matthew, that's why I'm, I, I'm happy to name Matthew Vines as public enemy number one for me. What? Just kidding. Not public enemy number one, just somebody who I have a beef with. <sighs> Anyways, speaking of public beef, let's talk about pop culture and headline news and the beef that we all have with one megachurch, namely Hillsong. Uh, if you don't know, Hillsong is a ginormous megachurch started in Australia. They're super charismatic Pentecostal white colonizer to the core and have been involved with a number of scandals over the past, you know decade or beyond and Mm -hmm. coming up soon uh, i believe it's the end of like middle of march um there is a docuseries being uh coming out in a three-part uh mini uh short series docuseries yeah Yeah, it's a docuseries a three-episode docuseries called hillsong a megachurch exposed it's gonna be on discovery plus yeah guys our Mm. friend janice who has a great a podcast called God Has Not Given, right? That's mm-hmm. Janice Legata. She's also going to be on A Tiny Revolution next week. Yeah, oh, just a hilarious human. Does a breakdown. Of... Fucking funny as, as shit. Oh. So good. So good. She has this thing that I love, which is I love a subtle joke. I love a subtle, like I love a little says a sentence and you have to like rethink, like, did I just hear what I thought I heard? That's so called funny. shade. She is the queen. Because like uh, it's like I don't have to tell you you're an idiot because you know you are. That's shade. Her description of the wrong use of the word black from Hillsong is one of the funniest videos I've watched. And it is not like to tear people down. It is really just to uh, help people get to a better version and to like ask the like, big questions. So yeah, so, so good. So Hillsong. Uh, yeah, great I'm music. reading from. Good looking guys. Well, well, let's good music. I mean, I think I we can say emotionally, emotionally <laughs> strong music. Yes. And but the thing about it was, it's just like 
some of them I'll still I'll, I I I'll, I'll listen to stuff and I'll still love it, but like from a completely queer perspective, like there's one called We Dance that I think one of the Hillsong artists did. But like me singing it, I'm just like that's the, like the faggiest thing I've ever done. To sing I about don't... me and God, to sing about God and me dancing, that's so gay, and I love it. They weren't the ones who had "Will you dance with me, Jesus?" That wasn't them. Oh, are you talking about casting crowns? I don't know. I I'm a. I can liner. only imagine. Yeah, it's the one. Can... Oh, gross! I did a lesbian okay. wedding where they walked down the aisle to that, sung no! by men, sung by men no! from the LA Gay Men's Chorus, and it was just like my brain was like, I cannot compute. I cannot compute. I cannot compute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. It is Mercy Me. Shane's right. It was Mercy Me. Yeah, it was like the gay men's chorus singing, I can only imagine, as a beautiful lesbian couple walked down the aisle. And my brain was like, what is happening? There is truly nothing queerer than that. But also, it is (laughs) like, get out. (laughs) Mercy Me. I mean, that whole, that wedding was the best wedding because I'm like, this is the most Christian wedding I've ever done. Like, let me tell you what. I've done a lot of weddings. (laughs) They're <laughs> the most devout people on the earth are homosexual Christians. Yeah. Like without a doubt, like let me tell you what. I was let talking to somebody I was talking to somebody on the phone the other day. I was like, yeah, it's just like I I'm I'm a gay man with an incurable disease. It's called Christianity, and I don't know what to do with it. Oh dear. <laughs> Can we just we just we aren't that far out of the AIDS pandemic epidemic. For you to say mm. I have an incurable disease, <laughs> like gotta, and that's why it's funny because I'm yeah. gay. I can say that. No, yeah, absolutely. But my brain is like, oh, <laughs> which um, guys, we do need to talk about that. We didn't have it on our list of things, but the first Ready, person to be treated and completely cured of HIV was this week. Not the first person, just the first woman. Woman, sorry, first woman. Yeah. It's all good. Two men, uh, two, two men. Yes, sorry, sorry. Two men before have also been cured of HIV, and also right now they are uh, develop. They have the trials for a shot in the arm HIV vaccine. Oh, guys! This Can is... you imagine if yeah. everyone could get an HIV Can you vaccine? Only imagine. <laughs> that was good. That was good, Sarah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> No, I'm not. It was horrible, but it was very funny. It was very funny. Yeah, I think there's this incredible thing that we're standing on the threshold of. Uh, I just, it's funny because I read news, you know, I read the news and my friends on the East Coast catch me because they'll be like, are you up right now? And it'll be 4 a.m. our time. Uh, and I was sharing this last night as I was hanging out with Mike and Jenny. I was like, yeah, I've been getting up at four, but I just like find if I read the news. And Mike goes, can you say that sentence again as we've been talking about your anxiety levels? Sarah, you're not yeah, sleeping and you're reading the news. But the other day, it was one of those days where I was reading all this stuff that was like. Real quick, before we scroll past that, I just want to like, I just want to make sure I hear that you understand that your consumption is contributing to your anxiety and you're yes. probably going to do something about it, right? Oh, no already done something about it because okay after, good i'm after like I, dude after I, said don't just... him, after I said that to him last night i was like they and i and i love it because my friends will just look at me so i was like yeah i've been getting up at 4 a.m but I, then i just read the news and they're like no, what no 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 so i said oh uh, no 
But the other day when I read that HIV thing, sorry, my um, camera on or my light on my went out and I'm not sure why. Anyway, they they said uh, I or I was saying to them, I read positive news after positive news after positive news. So it was the HIV thing. And then, of course, I started reading about the Ukraine and Russia, and we don't have to go into that. It's very scary. Today is a very scary day. We're all just waiting for that. <sighs> Lots of feelings. At this point, I'm just like. That's how we deal. That was me sipping wine, if if you are just listening to that on the podcast. I was like, what was that nasty-ass ASMR sound? I love that one of our, uh, um, like, uh, please, by the way, rate and review. One of our reviews was like, sometimes I can't handle Kevin's ASMR. <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. You know like, they gave us, like, right a now? five. They gave us, like, a We're five. Gonna- They're like, I love this show. I love this show. It's so great. Sometimes I can't handle Kevin's ASMR and sometimes I love it. <laughs> Something like that. I was like, okay. Okay. We need to go look at some of our reviews. Apple Podcasts. Oh, your yeah. Some of them are fave. Or it ants. Let's let's review these together right now. Let's find out how we're doing. Oh my gosh. Here we are. We got we've only got 17 ratings. Friends, oh. if, I don't know what you're doing right now, but could you do us a favor? Go Would rate, you go? review, hot or not, swipe right. Dot com. I don't want to open it up in the iTunes store. No, this is ruining my life. <laughs> Willie says, I, I was in a complication. Nasty ass ASMR. The show is full of great phrases. Keep them coming. <laughs> uh, that's my friend and weeb. Dude, yeah, that's true. Transparent. Oh, fuck. Okay, so like I when I went on Mun's retreat, <laughs> they again we ate some stars and we were among the stars. They didn't even have that much either. Like, and they were they were had a great time. Anyways, they were trying to like. So, do you know what panpsychism is? Mm-mm. Panpsychism is, it- is because we know what I thought pansexualism. So I'm doing great. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, it's, By the way, pansexualism is not a term. Pansexual is. Pansexual. Lesbianism, transgenderism. <sighs> um, uh, anyways, uh, it, was, it was like, I still don't think I get what it is. Like, transpanpsychism, like, it was like, so panpsychism is the idea and understanding that every single bit of matter in the universe, both seen and unseen, contains an intelligence of the divine. Every, all, or just the, an intelligence of some kind. Yes. And is all choosing and working together in some, some way in order to create this universe that we understand as our reality. Um, and then I think it was something about, and everything's moving towards love. And I'm just like, we don't know what that means. Do you mean oneness? Maybe. Like, it's anything, anything that says, like, everything is doing something, I'm just like, uh, can't say. <laughs> don't know. The great mystery. I mean, that's where I'm. I'm just like, I, I can't tell you about the future. I can only tell you about right now. Except you have Future's a mystery. dreams. But we can, we talked about well, that. Well, that is week. because I, if you missed the, the part where I, my, my powers of a psychic, as a psychic witch, uh, told um, 
my friend Justin. Justin in his dreams about the new podcast that he would start with Sarah. When none of us knew listen. each other. Well, you and I knew each other, but he didn't know either of us at this time. I know. So all that to say, it's like, if I've ever, I've also had somebody else say, like, you were in my dreams last night and you were just very comforting. I'm just like, I'm so glad. Glad I could be there for you like that. Maybe. Um, uh. Everything is moving towards the heat death of the universe. That's for sure. Um, anyways, uh, continuing on with our hot topics and pop culture things. What else we have to discuss today? Oh, this is important. What is it? Uh, well, I think it's important. The idea that um, this one uh, Catholic guy, Catholic guy, that's not what he was. Catholic, Catholic priest. priest. He was a priest. Uh, yeah. Got all of his baptisms that uh, not counted because instead of baptizing this child in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you would say I, they said we. Mm. We baptize you. And they're saying they don't work, guys. And when I tell you, maybe it's the, like Mason said this too, and a couple other people, maybe it's the Protestant in me, but that is so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's actually really poor theology because even within Catholicism, well, no. Within Catholicism, within that narrative, the priest is. uh, Is the stand in for Christ. Right. And so it's, it's the eye. It's mm-hmm. very strange for me um, because I really believe it is a communal mm-hmm. experience when we do baptism together. Same with a wedding. Um, if you have ever been at a wedding, I officiate. I always have a time in it that has a uh, a moment for the, the couple, like to obviously say their declarations of intention. So that's the I do part. But then I also have a moment where everyone who is there does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I do in my weddings too. Like the like, we do part, we promise to be re- a resource to you because if you if I have you there, then obviously I want you to be part of this thing. Mm. So yeah. it's weird to me that weddings would be considered, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm and that I just say it's <laughs> your baptism is invalid. That's, I'm I'm just saying weird. like. Even at like a not even a close reading of the text, I'm like, baptism wasn't always a thing that happened when people encountered Jesus, even in the Bible. The woman mm-hmm. at the well, she didn't get baptized. You know, the the what was his name who came in the middle of the night? He was a Pharisee. What was his name? Nicodemus. 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 Uh, did I don't remember if he got baptized. I don't think he did. I think he had that encounter with Jesus and he said, unless you are born of the spirit of water and of spirit, which means like you are birthed from your mother and then you're birthed within your own consciousness. This idea and people that take there that, are... they, they take it to mean the submersion of baptism. That's not what Jesus is talking about. And we have such different... Uh, things about baptism, you know, I, I knew a guy in seminary who his home church rebaptized someone because their finger was out of the baptismal font. And the belief was their finger would not be saved if it wasn't a full immersion. I mean, it, that's what I we're mean, talking about, guys, like this legalism from something that was meant to just be a, a symbolic of an internal. 
um, is is so different. Um, someone just wrote that Zacchaeus wasn't baptized, and if you're not, Zacchaeus wasn't baptized. He just repented. That's it. Right. Um, I think they're send your fingers to hell. <laughs> there is all of this uh, space to be made and talk about what does baptism mean. But I I find it interesting that all this freedom that is being declared within this, even this idea of, of baptism is then being like negated by, but do it the right way. Like, it's so funny how we as humans and we as people put brackets around this thing that's meant to be a divine mystery. Mm-hmm. And we say it has to be done this way, said this thing, this thing. There was no right of baptism when John the Baptist, if you if you believe in that story. Was I know. There was he was no, just like, out there wilding out. Probably saying weird shit because he was like eating honey and just being like a weird ass. Like, like he was just like, <laughs> he was saying weird shit. He said, there's going to be one that comes to baptize you with fire. Like. Are we doing that? I mean, not, not yet. Um, Listen, uh, can you pull up M's comment here? Mm-hmm. My partner grew up in Grace Brethren churches and they got real salty if you didn't dunk someone in full immersion three times, right? Whoa. Otherwise, they're only, uh, you know, they're only half or. You got to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Okay. And I think something that was said really earlier, and I think it was Willie who said it, um, and it's really important what Willie said is that there are a lot of accusations against the Catholic Church, and Mm -hmm. it is really traumatizing for folks that instead of addressing that, we're addressing. you know, whether someone used the right word or not. By the way, this is not new. This Mm -hmm. is my body Mm. is the statement said in uh, communion and wars have been fought. People have been killed. Inquisitions happen just over how we translate the word is. This is my body. So I am not surprised that we're at a place where we're talking about, I baptize you, we baptize you in the name. And you know what Thecla said? When Paul wouldn't even baptize her, even though she was faithful, even though she gave up everything to follow after the mystery of Christ, when she was in the fucking stadium being about to be slaughtered by animals, and yet the lioness protected her. You know what she said? Mm. On this day, I baptize myself in the name of Jesus Christ and threw herself into the water. And when she did, the story goes that there was a flash of lightning and all of the walruses that were residing in the water to eat the people who tried to flee into the water floated up to the surface dead. And they sang, I am the walrus. That's what that song is about. Exactly. 100%. Also, guys, if you're not watching this live, the conversations happening in the chat are worth the price of admission. It's Absolutely. So and you know what the price of admission it is zero doll hairs. Like this was just so lovely. And so what I would like to say is that if this has been helpful for you, I'd like you to do one of two things. Is your Patreon up yet? Do you have it yet? No, not no, yet. We're working on it. It's coming soon. Um, but if you want to send us a Venmo cash app, the Kevin Garcia ref Sarah Heath, I think, right. It's Sarah Heath 5. It's weird. Sarah Heath 5 on Venmo. Um, that's always a sweet treat. Um, you can like, you can share, you can subscribe, you can send this to somebody who needs to take a load off. Needs to lulls. Needs to. Um, I'm excited. We are going to be doing 
you and I will talk offline. I did a lot of research about how we're going to create community around recovery, but um, mm. we will be launching a Patreon. Boosh. I'm so excited. Also, please go. Um, this is a, this is our self-promotion corner, I suppose. Go listen to recovery. <laughs> go listen to A Tiny Revolution. Coming, I should have edited it today, and I would have edited it today, but then we had to move up our call, and now I'm- Because of the wedding. I'm buzzed and I can't get work done now. I'm t- it's Friday. Oh, I love that for you. So I'm it'll happy. new new episode tomorrow of a tiny revolution. It's back. Woo! Um, and we're also posting all the videos out there. And I want you to come join the crowded table, which I've already talked about earlier. Um, can we? I have. I want us to talk about. One of our um, listeners sent a really meaningful question, and I, yes, I kind of want to save it, but it's so good, and it, it is completely a veer, but I feel it's like- It's veer. Okay. Because I know we've been talking Give about it. love, we've been talking about baptisms, we've been talking about this, but it was such an important and profound question. A bunch of people sent us questions today, but I thought this one Bring just it. hit me. How do you navigate grief and fear of death post-evangelical and even post-religion? Okay, can I tell you that M and I were talking about this earlier today? It's on the top of the mind. Mm. Okay. So, so how say do it one you more time. Navigate. Let's read the question one more so time. So how do you navigate grie- grief? And this is grief after loss. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate grief and fear of death post-evangelical and even post-religion? Because mm. mm. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Uh yeah, just through friends who are going through some pretty heavy grief things. Uh, and the things that I used to say aren't enough in this moment. Mm-hmm. And for a very long time, I haven't been someone who says they're in a better place or blah, 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 blah. That's not. Um, and so I have navigated grief by actually getting into it in a way that I used to, I, I would say I would try to sidestep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would try to like get to the happy, happy, clappy part, mm-hmm. um, as soon as I could, but I want to honor this question today. I know it's again, I know I took a hard break, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was such a, this sounds to me like a question this person needs answered because they're mm-hmm. grieving right now. Yeah. And so I want to, I always want to address that. I think being present to my feelings and present to the feelings of others in grief right now has been really key for me uh, as someone who, you know, for me, I, yeah, not being uh, flippant about it, not, and and with my own emotions. We talked about that at the start of the show, how Mm -hmm. it's very easy for me to bypass my own emotions. It's very easy for me to like get to the, well, what's the good part of all of this? But it doesn't really allow me to sit with it. When we are in grief, Mm -hmm. we need to address it. We need to look at it. And I feel like Jesus, I know, I know, I know, uh, taught, taught a lot about that for me. And even the way that the, the story of Lazarus knowing you could still raise him, but it's Mm -hmm. still a painful thing. Did he know? He didn't know. I don't think he knew. Okay. Like, cause like, that's what I think about. It's just like it's like Jesus didn't know if he could do that. Maybe you're right, it didn't even you're right, you're right. maybe it didn't even occur to him. Right. You know, people think he Jesus was omnipotent. I'm not sure. Um more like it's just like if you pay attention, you can see what's going on. Right. That's what he um 
uh, I would say start off bit with, well, how did I, I manage grief before? What was I doing? Right. Answer. I wasn't, I wasn't mm. dealing with my grief. I, I was wasn't feeling it. it. Exactly. I was figuring out, um, not what am I going to do to feel better? What am I going to do to ignore myself? What am I going to do to continue to function? Grief demands that you cease functioning in the way that you do now or like in a normal schedule and to just stop for a minute. Something hard has happened. Uh, I, my, the body is in trauma, in shock, mm. and I have to slow down. Like, and I have to like be as sad as I am. It as like, like, I don't want to hear the, any terrible thing. I don't want to hear any good things. I want to be as, I want it to feel as terrible as it is because that's the thing. This hurts so fucking bad. And that's where you start. I think, we, I think when we say feel better, we often listen to the better part and not the feel. So mm -hmm. if you want to feel better, it's going to require that you first feel. Yeah, you got so that <laughs> can't find we, that. we say I wanna I wanna feel better. Better even if we look at like the the word, because you guys know I love etymology. If you look at the word, what we're really seeing in this word is like better is fully. So I wanna feel holistically. I wanna feel better. Mm -hmm. I wanna feel better and we often just get to the better part yeah when there is work to be done in the feeling part and mm -hmm. so um m mm. wrote the emotion i feel most comfortable with is anger but you're feeling something M. you're feeling mm -hmm. something you're not just going to this is okay mm -hmm. and guys if you need to go to they're in a better place now right away because that's what you need to do that's okay mm -hmm. it's okay to give yourself like my friend's mom who and friend of mine passed away after re like just the shittiest struggle mm -hmm. with cancer. And as I deal with my own potential in these things, I mm -hmm. think about how just it's a shitty hand. It's yeah. a shitty hand. And she needed to acknowledge that it was crappy, but that her mom was done suffering. So when mm -hmm. she would hear she's in a better place, she heard that as she's experiencing it. Mm -hmm. She's experiencing whatever's happening. It's not what it was, which was suffering and hard and mm -hmm. terrible. So I think that's the, we have to let people be where they are. Yeah. But for our own selves, it's just getting, getting very getting honest. And it's when I said something, my friend RV says is that a lot of times it's just like, I was like, I don't know how I feel. Cause like my attention, my energy is just being pulled in all of these different directions. And the thing is you need to land. You got to land and figure out what you're actually feeling so that you can go to figure out how do I take care of this body mm -hmm. right now? I'm feeling so sad right now. I'm feeling so depressed right now. I'm feeling so angry right now. What do I need to do? I need to talk to somebody about this. So I'm going to go, I need to get in a bath. I need to smoke a J. I need to go take a walk around the block. I need to like sit with my dog. I need to eat something. I need to go take my meds. You know, I need to call uh, an emergency line therapist. You know, like whatever it is, that's the next step. How do you navigate grief? It's what 
Stop. Go in. This is going to sound so stupid. Stop thinking in the long term. Mm, Don't think about here. Be here. And that because the grief is only ever here. Mm. That's the thing. It's just like we're thinking. I'm just like, oh my god, this is going to last forever. Okay, that's very. That might be true. How are you going to take care of yourself? (laughs) Because the truth is, just like, like this is what I'll say. Is as like I have to for myself say, I know that this is painful and I am suffering right now and I'm just I I allow myself to feel this and I know this is not going to last forever. That's it. Uh, I love 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 uh, what Brian said in this. Brian Webb mm-hmm. said, "When we feel better, when we say feel better, we're also applying a value assessment to a bad feeling." Mm-hmm. Everything you're saying right now mm-hmm. relates to this, Kevin. Grief isn't a bad emotion. Mm-hmm. It's an emotion. It just is. We have to give, yeah. We have to give permission to experience the not fun, not bad emotions, right? The I think there is a lot of value judgment on this is allowed in, mm-hmm. this is not allowed in. And if you grew up in an evangelical setting, which is where the original question came from. Any emotion that didn't fit in a, this is victory, mm. the cross has overcome, we are killing it, killing it, killing it. I'm baked in his blood. <laughs> uh, everything is good and happy. The product that we're selling will make you feel good. Uh, if if that's what we've come from, it makes sense why these things feel bad because it's outside of, even when we talk about the word, um, you know, uh, <laughs> They are abomination, abomination. I can never say that word. Abomination. Thank you. What that word means really just means outside of the normal, outside of the accepted norm or understood norm, not accepted. Mm -hmm. There was no, within the Hebrew, um, as I've talked to a couple of Hebrew scholars, there wasn't a judgment within that. Um, When we talk about abomination, there is no judgment in the word abomination because all it it means is out. Outside of. <gasps> it's that, outside of. This I did now, not know. Ju- this is new information for me. Yeah. So outside of Judaic culture, to be outside of the norm. Was to be an abomination. Was to be hard and to, to be unaccepted, right? So so we didn't want to be outside of the – so abomination felt bad because it meant outside of the norm, outside of my tribe, outside of my tribalism. Yeah? Mm. And so when we start doing these things, we – we feel this judgment on it because we come from generations upon generations and generations upon generations who have seen anything outside of Mm -hmm. as bad versus seeing it as maybe a movement or a shift into something new. And there's always going to be when we experience anything new, our, our thalamus, our brain, everything goes, (laughs) goes, goes into a fight or flight, right? Like, what do I do with this? This is new information. This is a new feeling. So I want to put a value judgment on it. And what Brian is, has said, I think is really helpful, is how do we accept that this feels new and mm-hmm. that's okay? Transcend and include. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and even if it's, it's not okay, yeah. even if it's new and it does, it's not okay. Guess what? It doesn't have to be. It simply is. You got to figure out how you're going to take care of yourself. That's and, it. And. I will say for the person who asked us this question, asking people around you who you feel like have figured out how to navigate grief in a way that feels holistic and inclusive Mm -hmm. um, and just say, hey, 
what did it look like for you? Because I'm trying to learn new practices and the only ones I've ever been given were to gaslight my own emotions and I want to try something different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both Kevin and I are very about uh, body practice and so really paying attention to our bodies when we are in. It's so funny because I don't know what's happened in my life, Kevin, but like even yesterday when I had left the doctor's office, I had this, uh, I had an emotional reaction that I wasn't expecting. Nice. And I sat in, my, in the car and I heard your voice. That's what made me laugh. Your voice in my head was saying, how can you be nice to yourself today? Mm. What would being nice to yourself look like today? So I went to Starbucks and I got my favorite and everyone can make fun of me for it being Starbucks, but I love a Starbucks cold brew. I got a Starbucks cold brew. I slowed down. I called my friend because in my body, I needed to feel like I was safe and I was okay. Mm-hmm. We have got to learn how to figure out what those practices are for ourselves. And anyone who tells you they can tell you what they are for you is unfortunately lying to you or trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. I have one practical tip to give. I love this. This is what ants do. Go. Yes. Uh, create a grief altar. This is what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Get a picture of your beloved dead. Um, mm-hmm. Put it in a nice frame. Don't just print it. Put it in a nice frame or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it somewhere that you're going to see it. Don't put it in a place where you're not going to look at it. You need to see it. Um, get something that they liked to drink or just like a glass of water and then write a letter to them and then sit down and read it to them and then talk to them and see what happens. Just be quiet for a while. And maybe you'll feel nothing. I don't know. Maybe you will sob your eyes out about how much you miss them and then just listen and like ask them to like, hey, like, what would it list like? What would it be like to imagine that they're still with you, and that they're holding you while you're sad, uh, because they are, if you want them to. Oof. So, uh, and the reason I, I say put put it in a place where you can see it is because you need to, if the the more often you grieve, the faster you'll get it done. The more often you give space for that emotion to flow out, the easier it is to just let it go. Because a lot of times it shows up in the body is like ah, I don't know how to do this. But the more often it comes in, it's going to be, oh, I know how to do this. I know what this is. Mm-hmm. Also, yes, Shane Deal, I just want to say Steven Universe is, if you want to if you want to deal with some emotions. You know what that is. Oh, it is the greatest cartoon ever created. It's by Rebecca Sugar. I have a fantasy about doing a nerd podcast called The, the Gospel According to, excuse me, uh, The Gospel According to, and then just like, do a whole bunch of stuff like the gospel according to Steven Universe, the gospel according to Star Trek, the gospel according to Lord of the Rings, and just really mm-hmm. fucking nerd out about some shit. Yeah, I love know? that. It's like we both are mega nerds. It's just I'm ready. You know, I'm, my nerddom is different. Yeah, and I'm really just ready to expand into the 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 universe of all of my creative potential. <laughs> Guys, this has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel better. I feel more. So feeling better sometimes means feeling more. I feel better after having spent this time with you. Uh, wish me luck. Wish blessings, Mazel tov, upon this couple getting married this this afternoon evening. Oh, the baby is here. My baby needs to go for a walk, Tenor Bear. Uh, look, at, if you are only listening to us, you're missing out on the fact that he's showing his baby boy. He's twippy, twippy Bobby. They are just so in trip, trip. Yeah, this is a sweet baby. 
Guys, have a fantastic weekend. Uh, we've got a couple things to promote. The first thing is that I am finally f- done with my uh, coaching credential as far as the coursework. Bam, so bam, now bam, I, bam, bam. I know, and I'm hiring new clients because I've got space in my schedule to do that. So if you're interested in learning more about that, shoot I'm me an email at clients. Rev That's not how Sarahi. it works. What'd you say? You can't. That's not how it works. Hiring new clients, talking to Sorry. new possible new clients. People are hi- on, on talking know. to possible new clients. Yeah. I'm taking on new clients as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in figuring out what it looks like to move from here to there, as far as, uh, by the way, I, I met with a coach who's a brand new baby coach and they're doing a thing. I'm accepting new clients. Thank you. Uh, called from here to there. And that's kind of what all of my work is all about transitional coaching from one thing to the next, whatever that might look like, whether you're leaving ministry, whether you're starting a new business, whatever it might be, I am here for you in that. And I am accepting new clients for the first time in a while. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. So if you want more information, I'm adopting new clients. Thank you, Brian. Yes. Uh, so if you're interested in that, RevSarahHeath at gmail.com. Hopefully this weekend we are redoing part of the website so that there will be a form that you can do that would be great. Yeah. Uh, also listen to the new RevCovery podcast. We are going to be forming a new community around that. So look out for more information on that. Kevin, please tell us about the merchandise, the crowded table, and then get to your weekend and potentially talking to your boo. Let us see. Uh, I almost said, let us pray. Let Um, us pray. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you. Uh, Sorry to trigger everybody. Um, uh, Please, if you're not a part of my online community, it's called the crowded table, the a spiritual community for heretics and doubt-filled believers um, of all stripes Ooh. or non-believers. Like, we really don't care. Um, if if you are someone who is like, I'm deconstructing and I'm looking for a place to land or to ask questions or get to know new people, uh, you can go to thecrowdedtable.mn.co. That's marynancy.co. Links in the Bible. In the, in the bio. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we get it. I don't know why that got me so bad. That was funny. Um, other thing, uh, mark your calendars. Uh, April 2nd in Atlanta, we're doing a crowded table one day live event uh, as an experiment to see if we might do this other places. Kind of like a little bit what we did with uh, Wonderfully Made, except for expanded into a full day event. Uh, tickets are going on sale next week, so please uh, do that. And if you want to join us digitally, just go join the crowded table because that's where we're going to stream it, and it's not going to be available anywhere else. Ho! We are so glad you're with us. Have a great day. Take care of yourself. Feel better. Uh, be present to yourself. Um, what else do you want to say? Uh, take your meds. Call your person. Shake your ass a little bit. Make sure you. Um, read a nice book go buy our books available on them yeah. everywhere um i've got them um, to i'm this is what happens i drink one glass of wine this is how much of a lightweight i am these days it's hard i know all right neither of us would drink much big Have love everyone love happy you. saturday sunday friday bye I don't monday know. whatever day of the week it is